Now, last night, my, my wife and I started watching a new show on Hulu called The Bear. Now, you, you may have heard about it or seen it on, on Twitter. A lot of folks are talking about it. Um, and it's one of those shows that feels like it was shot out of a cannon. Like, it's designed to, to help you feel that rush, that sense of like, oh, shit, we're not going to get everything done today. Um, and I, I looked over at Megan, and I, and I could see this sort of tension on her face. And um, it was interesting because I didn't feel tense. I felt more of this like weird mixture of melancholy and uh, humor and um, what else was it? Uh, oh, PTSD. And I think it's because I come from a restaurant family. My, my dad worked in restaurants for uh, almost 50 years. He was a kitchen manager and a cook, and uh, he worked in sandwich shops and uh, all-you-can-eat buffets. He, he ran a Ryan Steakhouse for a while. He um, worked in all kinds of places. And, and But he spent most of his career in Cajun restaurants, like real raggedy kind of uh, strip mall kind of Cajun restaurants. And I bartended my way through college. Uh, so I spent almost four years in a restaurant. So I, I, I know the back of the house pretty well. And I know that this show really, I think, captured it super, super well. Um, and so it got me to thinking about this story from the last time I spent considerable time with my, my pop. Uh, so I'm going to tell that story now. Uh, this was about 2013, I guess, give or take. Uh, and I had been a startup founder for about three years at that point, which for those in the startup world, you know that it means you're, you're pretty much still poor, right? Um, I, didn't, I didn't really have any money. I hadn't been on a vacation in years. And so uh, I was on the hunt for something that was free to stay, had cheap beer and tasty food, also free food and free beer. I wanted everything to be free, let's be honest. Uh, so naturally my dad's place in Shreveport, Louisiana was one of my stops. <laughs> You don't really go out of your way to go to Shreveport, I guess. Uh, my dad at that point was getting up on 70 years old, and uh, I knew this was going to be his last year or so working. Um, you know, years of schlepping around in the back of the house had really taken their toll on his knees, and uh, he was due to retire soon. And in fact, he would he would end up uh, having a double knee replacement surgery the, the next year, which would kind of permanently put him out of commission. Um, and so... You know, one of the things about my folks, they split up when I was real little. I never really had the chance to go to work with dad. You know, remember that when we were all, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, go to work with dad. And uh, most dads have boring desk jobs. Like, what are my kids going to do? They're going to come work with me and watch me type on my computer all day. Like, probably not. They're going to be like, this is boring as hell, dad. Um, it would have been way cool to go to work with my dad. <clears throat> Now, that said, um, I do have vague memories of before my folks split up of going to work with my dad. And, and everybody called him Mr. Bruce. It was these, these sweet, you know, uh, elderly black women who worked, uh, you know, they knew the Cajun food better than my dad by far. And they, they would all call him Mr. Bruce. And I, I remember my dad uh, throwing pots and pans when he'd get angry. Um, and I can't remember if those are my memories or just what my brothers, brother and sister told me. Uh, but either way, like, I just don't remember that much about working with my dad because I just never had the chance to do it. So I was now, you know, in, in Treeport visiting my pop and, and it occurred to me that this was going to be my probably last opportunity to go to work with him. And I was like, hey, I'm in my mid-30s. It would be fun to kind of see what work is like for him. So I'm going to go to work with him. And, and I did. 
So we show up in this raggedy old kitchen. He worked in this this strip mall in in Shreveport at this Cajun restaurant called Becca's, and um, at six a.m. to get started. And if you've never prepped, uh, done kitchen prep in a restaurant before, it's really just doing a, making a lot of shit in five gallon buckets, um, which which leads to to the story. Uh, when we walked into the restaurant, I, I kind of looked at my dad. It's like, you know what, Dad? Uh, you're not the only one who's worked in a restaurant. You know, I've worked in a restaurant. And he just kind of looks at me over his glasses. You know how old guys do that shit? And he looks over his glasses and says, okay, pal. And this was my dad's way of saying, you're, you're a dipshit, TJ. Uh, you know it, and I know it. And, and over the next four hours, literally nothing I tell you, you're going to understand. And that's okay. <laughs> and, and so uh, he, he shuffles off and grabs a five-gallon bucket and brings it over to me and says, make some ranch dressing. And um, I, I kind of look at him and, and say, okay, cool. Like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm a computer programmer. Like, everything's sort of written down and, like, there's structure to everything. And I say, well, do you have, like, some seasoning packets or, like, what, you know, how are we going to season up this buttermilk? And uh, as soon as I say that, I recognize the error. Uh, the tragic mistake I just made. You know, we're, we're in a restaurant. We're making everything from scratch. And we're not making just like, you know, uh, enough salad dressing for a salad for my dad and me. We're making enough for like half of Northwest Louisiana. We're making a lot. Um, so <laughs> I was just like, okay. Uh, and so I, I asked again, like, how do, how do I make this ranch dressing? And he said, well, just pour a shitload of that buttermilk into the bucket, then a little bit of this stuff and a little bit of that stuff, and, and then some of that stuff over there, and just, you know, put it in the bucket. And, and I asked how much, and he just said, no, I don't know, just taste as you go. And uh, <laughs> I just was like, okay. So I kind of poured a little of this and a little of that, and, and I had something that vaguely resembled ranch dressing. Okay, so... Now I, I needed to stir it up, and it's it's again it's five gallons. It's huge, and I, I we're not near a large body of water. We don't have any oars, boat oars sitting around to stir this shit up. So I I say to my dad, well, hey hey man, how do you, how do you stir this up? <laughs> and you ever have that feeling when you're like new at something and you're you're literally asking like the most fundamental questions, and the person sitting across from you is like, God, this guy's an idiot. That's how I felt in that moment. Um, and my dad just sort of shrugs and looks at me. He's like, well, you want to stir that up? I'm like, yeah. He's, he's like, well, just use your hand. And I'm like, what? My, my hand? He goes, yeah, your hand. And I'm standing there. I'm like, I'm a college-educated dude, right? And in fact, at the time, I ran a hospitality startup company that was written up in the Atlantic. Like, I know restaurants. Clearly, I had no fucking idea of what I was talking about. Uh, but I was like, I, I know what I'm doing. And I, and I said again to my dad, my, my hand. And at this point, he sort of hobbled across the kitchen and came over and plunged his hand wrist deep into the vat of ranch dressing and swirled it around with his hand. And I'm like, what? Don't, don't you have like a big mixing spoon or, I mean, literally anything else, dad? And he chuckled and said, you do what you got to do. And he went back to making his gumbo. We worked the rest of the morning, and it was one experience like that after another of just sort of not knowing what the hell I was doing, and uh, uh, but also getting to spend time with my pop and seeing him in his element, what he was had been passionate about for 50 years for so long. 
and and things that he knew like the back by the like the back of his hand. And so it was just a really uh, uh, fun uh, experience. And so while I've only made it through one episode of The Bear, the show has reminded me more of my dad than anything has in recent memory. The chaos and the improvisation, the lack of anything formal or measured or written down. And it makes me think that as a dad, I've provided a hundred times more structure for my children than my dad ever provided for me. My mom provided all of her structure. Uh, but it also makes me sort of wonder, is this structure that I'm providing for my children, all this structure, a good thing uh, or a bad thing? Is, is, is the chaos um, that has came from my early childhood, did that sort of shape me into the person I am today? Did it make me as improvisational as I am? Has it made me as sort of nimble and ability, have the ability to, to course correct fairly quickly? Uh, so I wonder that all the time. And I have no idea what the right answer is. We'll see, I guess. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed.